and welcome to episode number 15 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B Thoughts. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we're going to be talking about reviews. I think we can offer you a, a little bit of an insight that most people don't have, being that I was a top Amazon reviewer for a little while, and I'll tell you how that system worked, how that all came about, and what has happened now that Amazon has totally changed their system. Reviews, what are they good for? It's kind of like that song, right? War, what is it good for? Reviews, what are they good for? That's a good question because we're sitting at a time in history where people use the internet for everything. Reviews are very, very important to small businesses, individuals that are freelancers and that being reviewed is a very common thing and doing reviews even more so. Everybody, I think, at one point or another has either left a review on Yelp, Amazon, any number of retailers. Google lets you do reviews of local businesses. There is Angie's List was a a website that charges people to get other people's reviews and to review things, which is kind of crazy in itself. But we are at a point in history where people are using reviews, they're using the crowdsourcing because it kind of makes sense where if you can get 100 people that used a product to all review it, then you should get an idea of whether that product is good or not, right? Not always the case. Definitely not always the case. So Amazon, you know, this is probably where you're most familiar because it seems everybody shops on Amazon. So you go there, you're looking for a product, you use the reviews to decide whether or not that you're going to buy a product. Now, you kind of trust those, but you see all, you know, there, there's been a bunch of articles lately on why you can't trust any reviews on Amazon and or why you should. And I'm somewhere in the middle because I know I've done well over a thousand reviews on Amazon over the years. And I know I was completely honest. That cannot be said for everybody doing the reviews. And this is for a plethora of reasons, whether, you know, it's your product whether you're being paid, you know the person who wrote the book, whatever it is, there's different reasons for people to fudge their reviews on Amazon. Now, I got into this purely accidentally because I like to review things like music and the way the Amazon system works, and I still believe it works this way even though I haven't been doing reviews because it's not fun anymore, but the way the system works is that the buyers, the people that are reading the reviews can rate you. So you're reviewing, rating a product, and then the people that are reading your reviews are rating you. And if you get good ratings, you move up the Amazon system. And there are millions and millions and millions of people on the Amazon website. And so you could be a reviewer from anywhere from one to however many million people there are on the Amazon website that have registered and done a review, which is, again, into the millions. Now, what happened for me was if you do a product, if you review a product that is very popular and you get a lot of people to vote your review up, you can move up fairly quickly. For me, it was reviewing Taylor Swift album. Um, Maybe it was Red. Maybe it was the one before that. Whichever album it was, we went from the way, way high numbers up until like the top 10,000 or so. And once I got into the top 10,000, I guess, you know, your, your information is scraped 
off the Amazon website because they let you put a you know email address or something there in your profile if you want people to contact you. And I understood how the system worked. So I put my email address in my profile. And once I got to about the top 10,000, email started coming into my email account. And it started fairly slowly. And it started with items that were relatively inexpensive, you know, a loofah that maybe you would use in the shower. And hey, do you want to try this? If you will send you one, all you have to do is write a review. At the time, this was completely within Amazon's terms and conditions. But the stipulation was if you did a review for a product that you had received in such a manner for free, in order for you to be able to do the review, you had to disclose that you got the product for free. And this is goes along with what the law in the United States is. You can't do reviews on Amazon, your own website, YouTube, wherever it is. If you're getting a product for free that they're allowing you to keep, you have to disclose that you got the product for free. It kind of helps temper the uh, temper, the review, right? Because if it's a $500 pair of headphones, you might be much more apt to give it a higher review if you got them for free than if you actually paid the $500. So it's important that people understand that. Now, the problem is the system was starting to be gamed. And I guess, which is weird to me because we're in a, we're in a society now where everybody likes the whole socialist kind of thing, where everybody gets something for free, right? Well, the people on Amazon were pissed, so pissed that they made Amazon change this whole system. And Amazon decided that it would no longer allow its reviewers to receive products in order to review them. They totally changed that because they were very clear. You, your judgment would have to be clouded. You certainly couldn't do a fair and balanced, if I can steal that from Fox News, you certainly couldn't do a fair and balanced review of a product that you got for free. The problem with this is Amazon still runs their own system called Amazon Vine, where they ah, give away products for free so people can review them. So which is it, Amazon? Is it that people that get free shit can't give a fair and honest review? Or is it that you just want to have the mafioso tactics so you're in control of the system? And you might think that now that Amazon had changed their rules, that everything is perfect and it's hunky-dory and nothing is wrong with the Amazon review system anymore. Everything must be completely above board, right? <laughs> no, that wouldn't be the case. Actually, things have just gone underground, which is only hurting Amazon consumers more. Yes, you got that right. The change that Amazon made is now hurting the people that buy from them more than the original system where at least reviewers were disclosing that they got the product for free. And Amazon understood most of these because Amazon was shipping these products. The system was pretty easy. There were some companies that would ship a product directly from their warehouse or whatever, wherever it was, but a vast majority of them used Amazon. So they would say, hey, do you want to review this product? I'd say yes or no. And if I said yes, most of the time you would get a coupon code to punch into Amazon when you went to buy the product directly from Amazon that would take 99 or 100% of the price off. So Amazon, completely aware of this, 
Amazon, unless they're complete morons, could see that the product was 100 or 99 percent off because, I mean, that's a sale, right? So they had control. They could see who was doing these reviews. It would have been very easy for them to mark those reviews as review samples. So people that were looking at a bunch of reviews on a product could at least filter that and at least understand that the review that they were looking at came from somebody that got the product for free. And I have no problem at all with that. It's more information, but there's a lot of products that are new. There's a lot of companies that are smaller that may want to give away 50 widgets, whatever it may happen to be. Bluetooth headphones, probably, because I got a billion of those. If you want a pair of Bluetooth headphones, uh, uh, retweet this, uh, the announcement for this episode and, uh, and say headphones or something. And I'm, I'll pick somebody to give out a pair of headphones because I've got a bunch of them. And basically, the, you know, with all this amount of, uh, you know, a brand new company would be like, hey, at least I can get this into hands of 50 people or whatever it is. And they can do a review and we'll start getting a base and we'll start getting feedback. Some of these companies were great. They would send me a product before it was even ready to go to Amazon and would ask for the feedback so they could improve it before it actually was completely produced. So we'd get kind of a prototype thing, check it out. They'd make the upgrades before it actually hit the uh, hit the street. So these were companies that were trying to do the right thing. Now, people that say Somebody who's getting a product for free obviously can't do a fair and honest review are nuts. Because I can tell you something, you get to be an expert on certain things. And the more that you can try, in this case, again, Bluetooth headphones, we tested out a bunch of these little ultrasonic diffusers that put, you know, essential oils into the air and all that. The more products you test, the more you know if something is good or if something is bad. I read reviews all the time for headphones that I thought were just utter complete crap that people are giving them good reviews. They're like, hey, these sound great. The high end is awesome. And I'm like, you kind of felt like you were underwater when listening to them. And this is where I think it's important that people can test, you know, that you can never as a normal consumer, I would have never tested 50 to 100 pairs of little in-ear Bluetooth headphones or any kind of headphones, really. You would buy the ones you want you know, which I've got a nice pair of Audio-Technica uh, headphones on right now. You'd buy the ones you want, and then you would never try anything else. The nice thing about having a professional reviewer, and I'll put that in air quotes, because I don't know if I would really call myself a professional audiophile, but I have enough experience with audio. I used to sell it when I was in college. It was always a tech, you know, audio kind of geek. Love audio gear and all that, so hopefully the podcast sounds good, because the audio quality is an important thing to me. And the more headphones that I tested, the more you understand the limitations of certain ones and how the, you know, the Bluetooth, different codecs change the sound and all of that. And the way I look at it is I would rather have somebody who tests out 50 different sets of headphones and gives me an honest rating of those headphones. I think that person is going to know a lot more about headphones than the Yahoo who picks up one pair every three years and go, hey, these are great, man. You know, it's a completely different thing. So having expertise is one of the reasons that I think this whole new system that Amazon has gone to is absolutely hurting their consumers because you you can go through and I didn't even go through to prepare for this. So we're just going to kind of go off the top of my head with some of the reviews that I've seen on Amazon that have just completely blown my mind to the point that 
They, they, they were so bad. One of them was for a microphone that uh, when I would, this was back still when the, when you would be able to get the product free in order to do the review. There was a woman that was reviewing microphones. And for me, I will make audio clips. I will show you the differences. And I'll be like, hey, you hear me talking here. Here's me talking here. All this kind of stuff. She was using the same review for different microphones, whether you plugged them in via USB, whether you needed an XLR cable and to go into a mixing board, whatever it was. Same review. It was absolutely obvious what she was doing. Amazon at that point didn't give a shit either, which I thought was amazing because I sent them a message going, um, you do realize what this is because it's even easier if you're being a product reviewer to re- not to not actually do the product review to fake it because then you have a sealed box. You can go sell that on eBay, which is obviously what this woman was doing. But beyond people getting the free stuff and absolutely just faking the reviews, which was happening, but Amazon should have been able to handle that and weed those people out. I mean, they're trying to sell to law enforcement technology that their facial recognition software can pick people out of pictures and crowds and all that, but they couldn't figure out who was doing the fake reviews on their own site. Come on, Amazon, you can do better. But one of the reviews that was on Amazon that I thought was absolutely hilarious is I buy microphone products, accessories, and that. And I was looking for a replacement foam cover. You know, it's kind of the windscreen thing. It's the, you know, the big, uh, the big piece of foam that just slides over the microphone, which helps reduce the plosives and all that. We're using one right here on the Shure SM7B. They've got their own special one. I lost one, needed to find a replacement. I was looking at a review for a generic foam microphone cover. Now, this is something that's just sold, you know, as like small, medium, large. They've got, you know, this was the large microphone foam thingy. And one of the reviews, this is not sold again for any particular microphone. It gives you the size on what the foam is on the external and on the internal, because obviously the external is a little bit larger. The internal is what your microphone actually goes into. One of the reviews actually just said, didn't fit. Didn't fit what, idiot? This was a generic thing to be bought for any variety of the thousands of microphones that are out on the market. This moron thought a review that was worthy of writing was, didn't fit. It wasn't, didn't fit my Shure SM7B. It wasn't, didn't fit my Yeti USB microphone. It didn't fit my whatever microphone. Just didn't fit. I don't know. The guy could have been trying to put it on his hoo-ha. I don't know what the hell he was doing with it. I don't know what it wouldn't fit on. But this is the kind of bullshit review that is now common on Amazon. And you don't have the professional reviewers who would have been able to tell you exactly why a product works, why it doesn't work, what the flaws are, how it compares to other products that do the same damn thing. I know everybody gets so scared and they're so worried that somebody's getting shit that they don't get. But, you know, in this case, it was actually helpful to Amazon to have professional reviewers getting products and giving them fair reviews. You should have been just weeding out the bad ones, taking it away, that ability away from all reviewers was just absolutely stupid. But that is 
That is obviously what Amazon wants. Now, if you go look at a bunch of Amazon reviews, you will see a ton of like one or two word reviews. I'm sorry. I don't find that to be helpful in the least, but it's obviously what Amazon wants because they don't really care about you. They'd rather you just buy the product and not read the reviews at all, because I guess that maybe would just be easier for them. I was absolutely uh, just befuddled the other day when I was looking through reviews on an art book because I'm like, well, what size? There's a new art book coming out. We'll give them a plug because nobody, I just thought this was kind of interesting too. One of the best photographers out there that does a lot of work with Victoria's Secret and that Russell James, he came out with a book called Angels a couple of years ago. And obviously it was a, it's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful black and white, you know, very art coffee table kind of book. And it came out at like $199, $179. Thought about buying it. And then the prices start coming down. And they kept coming down and coming down some more. At one point on Amazon, they were selling for 15 bucks. So I bought a bunch of them, sold them on eBay because I'm not an idiot. They're back up to like 150, 180 bucks or something on Amazon last I looked, which is interesting to me. Go to the website, camelcamelcamel.com. Yes, camelcamelcamel.com. You can put in a product on Amazon and it will show you like a stock graph. It'll show you the price of that product over the last year, two years, however long it's been around. And you can set an alert. So if you're looking at a product and you're like, hey, I really want this new microphone. I don't want it though at 200 bucks. When it drops to under 150, let me know. They will let you know. It's a great thing. CamelCamelCamel.com. Weird name, great site. I was wondering, well, what size? Because there's a new Russell James Angels book coming out, but it's different. It's much bigger. And I was just trying to compare the size. The new one is obviously going to be made really, really nice because the book is starting. Now sit down and don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. Don't crash your car. There's a new art book coming out with nudes of the Victoria's Secret models that starts at $1,500. Starts at. There's other versions that are closer to $4,000, but that comes with an extra lithograph. So of course, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's ever going to come down in price to the $15 range. Uh, it's signed by Russell, which is nice, but uh, you know, I would like it probably delivered by a Victoria's Secret model to make it worth $1,500. Just saying. But my point is this. I saw the new book, and I'm like, hey, the book, whatever the dimensions on the new book were, I'm like, well, what's the, what are the dimensions on the old one? Well, I'll go look at Amazon because I was too lazy to go upstairs find a tape measure and actually measure, you know, the copy of the book that I have. But I went to Amazon because I figured this would be an important thing with an art book. It's a coffee table book. They come in all shapes. They come in all sizes. So I figured that by looking at the reviews, somebody would be like, well, in this 12 by 15 or whatever size, nobody it was like 70 fucking reviews. Not one motherfucker said the fucking size. Some people pontificated for paragraphs and paragraphs about how great the book was, never mentioned the fucking size. Which again, as somebody who consider themselves kind of a professional reviewer, that would have been like the first thing that I would have mentioned. I mean, not, it's not the most important thing, but I think before you buy an art book, it's like there's a big difference of whether it's like, you know, four by six or like, you know, 15 by 30. You know, can it fit in my garage? Will it? What, what size is it? I thought that was kind of an important thing. 
And the fact that one, the Amazon listing for the book, which I thought was also kind of fucked up, didn't give you the size was bad enough. The fact that like 70 people reviewed it and nobody mentioned the size, I thought that was a little bit screwy as well. But these, again, are the kind of shitty reviews you're going to get on Amazon when they don't really give a shit. Because you can't do a fair and honest and balanced review if you get free products, unless you get it from Amazon Vine. Then if you get a free product, obviously you're going to be a professional and you're going to know exactly what you're doing. I like to go in depth with the things that I review. I still do a YouTube channel and do some reviews, not anywhere near as much as I used to. But if you're looking uh, at anything, if you want to know how to set up a, a DBX 286S to do some great podcasting or some video, great sound, uh, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Darren O'Neill Reviews, D-A-R-R-E-N-O-N-E-I-L-L Reviews. And let me know if you like any of those. We've, we really, we get a lot of hits on the stuff we've done. We've worked with uh, the nice folks over at Klipsch on a few products that are just absolutely fantastic. And, uh, and others who are happy to get honest reviews rather than the, uh, than the crap that's going on in Amazon. But back to Amazon for a minute. You figure, well, now Amazon has started going after this. And this is how I found out how much Amazon was going after this, because I had a company. Uh, that I went to get one of these new in these uh, neck massager kind of things. You know, you kind of put it around your neck. You kind of have the things your arms go in, and it kind of needs uh, the the little uh, balls, the plastic things, kind of rotate, and it's it's your cheap little massage thing, right? Well, we got one, and it was shit. So I sent it back and left it a bad review. Ordered two more from two different companies that my wife and I both like. We kept those. Now, the original company, which the only reason I bought this was I'm looking for one of these massagers. I go to Amazon. The reviews were good. And it was an Amazon recommended product. So, of course, that's the one I bought. Good reviews. The little sticker on it that said Amazon recommended. It was crap. Paid my own money for it. It was crap. Sent it back. After a couple of months after sending it back, which I thought was weird, I got a package in the mail. Well, let me back up like a day or two before I got the package in the mail. I noticed I could no longer review on Amazon. My account had been limited and I couldn't figure this one out. Why? I tried to contact Amazon. Of course, they're a bunch of motherfucking assholes and they don't respond because that's what Amazon is. Well, like two days after I noticed my ability to review on Amazon was gone, I got a box in the mail from the company that made that original Amazon recommended massager that I left a bad review for that sent me uh, like four of their products as a, hey, so sorry that didn't work out for you. So we just want to make this up to you and give you these four products. This had nothing to do with the review, to do a review. They never reached out to me. So they got my motherfucking address from fucking Amazon. But because they sent me the free products, Amazon shut me off as obviously somebody who was doing bad shit and going to screw with their review process. Even though it was a product that I bought on Amazon with my own fucking money because Amazon fucking recommended it. And then I turned it back to them because it was a piece of shit and left a bad review because they sent me free shit that I didn't ask for, that I didn't know was coming. Amazon shut my ability to review off. Nobody see a problem with this? 
Amazon, why would you let them send me shit? I don't know them. Why would you just let a random person my information so they can send me stuff? I mean, it came through Amazon, so maybe they didn't actually give them my address. But this company could go, hey, look, this person that did a review here, they put an order in and sent me shit that I didn't ask for. Absolutely blew my mind. Amazon did respond after I sent them a very detailed message about that. And they turned my ability to review back on. But at that point, it was like, you know what? I don't give a shit about the reviewing anymore. I don't want to help Amazon because that really soured me. The other thing is, all this did, like I said, this has taken the reviewing process and made it go underground because now instead of giving people a coupon code to use on Amazon where Amazon could track or they could ship you the product through Amazon and Amazon can track it. The new thing is all of these companies are offering refunds via PayPal after you do reviews. A lot of them are offering extra money if you do good reviews. So don't trust any fucking review you see on Amazon at this point. They screwed the system up so bad that it's absolutely unusable at this point because these companies are now able to go around with abandon and get reviews that they're paying for. And there's nothing that Amazon can do about it because they can't technically tell you're being paid off because they've taken themselves out of that particular loop. So I guess maybe this somehow works better for Amazon because they're still getting these sales and they're actually getting more sales now because if you go buy, you know, a hundred dollar product, you go buy it, you put your hundred dollars in, Amazon sends it to you, you do the review, the company then gives you the hundred dollars back via PayPal and everybody's happy, right? Well, except the, the consumer who's getting screwed because the, uh, you know, the review quality has all really went downhill. So what can I say about reviews? Find a review. The, the only thing you could do is find a reviewer that you like, you know, especially on YouTube, because I think this is the way things are going now more than, you know, for the small stuff, it's going to be hard. But for the larger stuff, find somebody on YouTube. I do a lot of audio reviews and stuff like that because that is, you know, that's my thing. That's my bread and butter. That's what I enjoy. Uh, something like MKBHD over on YouTube does cell phones and, and high-end stuff like, uh, well, he actually did a Tesla, you know, and things like that, so, which is way out of my league. Uh, his name's Marquez Brownlee. One of the top YouTubers out there does some very, very good videos, very honest about, you know, the, the higher-end computers, cell phones, and all of that. So definitely check him out. But this is kind of what I think you're going to have to find in this day and age in order to get a reviewer that you can trust, that understands the products. One of the things about Marquez is like me with the audio stuff, pretty much every cell phone that comes out, he's trying it. So he knows better than anybody else what makes one cell phone better than another because he's tried them all. He's had them in his hand. This is not just phoning it in. It's an important thing to have a reviewer that actually knows what they're talking about. And on Amazon now, you really can't believe that anybody knows what they're talking about with the one and two word reviews like uh, it doesn't fit. And one of my favorite reviews on Yelp, which is completely off the Amazon thing, was of a local rib joint. Now, you know, ribs, if you're really into ribs and into barbecue, you know that what rib tips are at a real rib shack are not what rib tips are at like Chili's. You know, rib tips at like Chili's, they're actually just taking kind of the ribs and cutting them up into little pieces, and they're going to call that rib tips. The actual rib tips 
are a completely different animal. They're the actual tips of the of the ribs. And they're gristly and they're greasy and and that's that's what they are. And a lot of people like them and some people don't. Well, I knew on Yelp when I read the review that this woman left for an actual rib joint which complained about the rib tips being gristly. I'm like, okay, so why don't you just tell me that gasoline has gasoline in it? I mean, because that's what rib tips are, gristle. That's part of what it is. But these are the kind of reviews. I wish there was a way just to mute reviewers on Amazon and Yelp and all that and just take their opinion directly out of anything that I have to see because there's way too many morons out there. And it seems like these companies are more than happy to have it this way. And the only reason for that is, to, in, the, in the long run and in the end, is to screw you, the consumer, out of getting the information that is honest and the information that you need. So, bottom line, I guess I'm telling you, don't trust any fucking reviews on the internet unless you know the person doing the review and you trust them. With that said, I hope you like this podcast. If you could go to iTunes or the Android store and rate us, give us a review, five star would be great. I can't pay you to do it, but I'm hoping you'll do it out of the kindness of your heart because you enjoy the kind of content that you are getting here on the Random Thoughts podcast. You want to follow me on Twitter? You can do that at Darren O'Neill, D-A-R-R-E-N-O-N-E-I-L-L, and feel free to send me a message there. Say hi. And again, retweet this week's announcement for the podcast. Say headphones, something like that in there, and we'll pick somebody and we'll send you a pair of Bluetooth headphones. They've only been used briefly, and actually there's some that are sealed. So uh, so we hope you enjoyed the show. It's always a blast to be doing the podcast. And uh, last week we had kind of a technical glitch, so we hope that is out. And again, we're hoping to do this on a weekly basis. Until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening. Don't trust any fucking reviewers but me.